You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The word gospel is very interesting, and this is the first time it's used in Mark's gospel. And this word used here in Mark's gospel gave the name of the category of literature to all four gospels. And it means good news, and it was a pagan um, reality. was in the the different civilizations had it here in the Middle East, and when uh, a major battle would be won, uh, it was the good news was brought to the people, was proclaimed with uh, loud fanfare. And this word here in the Gospels puts everything really into perspective uh, of all the celebration today and all of Lent and also uh, the whole really mystery of our faith. And it is, this is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. And our access to the kingdom of God is through baptism. Repent and believe in this good news. Repent and believe in the gospel. And the rest of all the readings today, in a certain sense, is code language to understand this mystery. Uh, You know, on, on Sundays in Lent, we're celebrating the resurrection. I tend to say that because it's a provocative thought since people are saying we're going toward the celebration of the resurrection, and that's why we have the season of Lent of 40 days of preparation so that we don't miss the greatest day of the liturgy, which is precisely on, uh, the East, in the Easter Vigil, the greatest mystery of the church on this very special night of liberation. And that's why the church also celebrates this vigil, the primary and main celebration of Easter, and the night. Uh, when the people were able to escape slavery from Egypt was in the night, and so also then in the fulfillment of time. This is the time of fulfillment when it's not just escaping from a physical slavery, uh, a political slavery, a social slavery, but actually the redemption of our lives. We were... uh, we're coming back to Genesis to go to the very start with the story of Noah, and we can even go back before that to paradise and the expulsion from paradise. And now the kingdom of God is at hand. When we're no longer taking everything into our own hands and determining our life, but we are allowing the kingdom of God to come. And that was a huge battle in the history of the Jewish people, of the chosen people. They wanted a king, and the prophet Samuel said, you don't get a king. God is your king. And here with this phrase, the kingdom of God is at hand, God again is king. God is king in our lives. 
in that there's somebody there who needs something, I think. So, <clears throat> we have the story of Noah and the, and the uh, Ark of the Covenant. And an interesting commentary I just became aware of uh, two days ago explains that the Ark of the Covenant uses the same word, it's an Egyptian word, for a floating temple. And this floating temple is the Ark of Salvation as the waters rise and endanger all life on earth. And so we have a rising of evil in our world that is endangering all life. We feel this everywhere. We need redemption. And God accompanies his people. And this morning in the live streams, which you can see as part of the pilgrimage today because Kathleen's um, presentations are on Monday to Friday and the beautiful interview yesterday with Father Bulos on the Our Father. And so if you wish to get some further thoughts this morning through the live streams, we had a rainbow. It was beautiful, a beautiful rainbow uh, in the middle of our live stream. And here, the point here is the covenant. God says, I make a covenant with all living beings that the waters will never again become a flood to destroy all mortal beings. And he has a sign of the covenant, the rainbow. What's your sign to remind you that you are in a covenant with God? If you are married, you're probably wearing a ring. And that's a sign of your marriage covenant, a visible sign, something to remind you that you are married. And it also tells other people you are married. And so the first big sign we have is baptism. When the people are preparing now for baptism going into um, the mystery of Easter and the Easter vigil where they will be baptized. And some countries have programs of one or two years and they're looking forward to this moment of baptism. They're already believing in Christ. They already belong to him. They want to belong to him. And they will be sacramentally incorporated into his body, members of the church. And this is a big celebration in the community. And when this happens, everybody knows you're baptized. You belong to the community. And there are so many other signs of our belonging to the covenant. Coming to Mass on Sundays, celebrating the resurrection. We are a resurrection people coming to celebrate Mass on Sundays. We come to the Eucharist, the fulfillment of this covenant with God, where he gives himself to us as food in all of our hunger and need. And Jesus goes to fast 40 days in the, in the wilderness to experience the loss of paradise. But there are also notes of paradise in the reading because Jesus is being ministered to by angels. And I also learned this a couple of days ago that at the time of the second temple, the time of Jesus, uh, there was a narrative among the Jewish people, religious lore, uh, sometimes technically called a midrash, a teaching, and the Jewish people, it's in the literature, the contemporary literature to the New Testament, talked about how the angels came to minister to Adam and Eve. It's not mentioned in the Genesis, but this was the mind of the people that they had this communion with God in the Garden of Eden. And now Jesus is being ministered in the middle of the desert by angels. And he's among the beasts, he's with all God's creation. And he's feeling hunger. Mark doesn't go into the details, but he does say that he remained in the desert 40 days, 
tempted by Satan. And that brings us to the issue of temptation. How important is temptation? Can you imagine a coach training the children for their sports at school, in grade school and high school, or the professionals, the college teams, how much they train to lift weights, to run, to do exercises, to do particular plays that are needed in the game, and they practice and they train. And the better coach, the more demanding he is, the more motivational he is, they, they, grow, they grow better, and they can win a championship. And we're in this. We're, the question here really is, how are we growing in temptation? Temptations are a great chance to grow. And I myself have a couple of issues the last few weeks that were hard for me in my heart and my soul. And they alerted me to attachments I have. And I had to say to God in prayer, Lord, help me, free me from these attachments because I don't need to get upset over this. I don't need to be bothered by that. So how are you growing in temptation? And you belong to Christ. The kingdom of God is given to you. You're in the kingdom through baptism. You're united with Christ. And yet we're in a struggle. But that struggle is for our blessing. And Christ won in the temptations. And united to him, we win in the temptations. This is the great gift we have. It's interesting also to see how Peter comments on Noah and the building of the ark, that this prefigured baptism, which saves us now, baptism isn't something that we did when we were baptized only. Baptism is something that continues through our life. It's a grace of incorporation into Christ. It's not just an act in the past. It's a state of living in the kingdom of God, grafted into Christ, united with him. May this Lent be a great renewal of that belonging to Christ and the flourishing of the kingdom in the midst of our trials. God is with us. We're in his kingdom. And we can go and confidently each day wake up, no matter if we have issues of health, financial problems, family relationship problems, and in those trials, living Christ-like. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.